Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit. And they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving the parenting question of the week so you don't have to. This week's question is from Mary, who says, I have a two-year-old daughter in daycare who has been bitten by other children time and time again. The daycare has documented each incident, but each time I feel like there isn't a solution. My husband asked the director what we could do, and they said, well, they're at that age. What happens when the bite escalates to something that needs a doctor's attention? We have taught my daughter to yell, no, that's not nice, which at least gets the caretaker's attention. My husband suggested that we teach her self-defense, for example, pushing or hitting. Is that something we should do? I don't want my daughter to be a victim, but I don't want her to join a baby fight club. Mary, I have so many questions and thoughts about this. Let's get to it. The time and time again thing concerns me. If your daughter is really being bitten repeatedly by lots of different kids at this daycare, which is what it sounds like, then what the heck is going on at that daycare? Similarly, if it's even one kid that's biting her repeatedly at the daycare, it's a problem. It's easier if it's one kid because you can demand eyes on that kid. It's more complicated if it's a bunch of different kids But one thing's for sure, your daughter's two. The solution can't be put on her. She can't be expected to defend herself, and that shouldn't be the expectation. This happened to my kid once, so I'll start with what had happened in my own situation. I used to uh, use a babysitter at the gym where I would work out, and I'd leave my baby there while I worked out. I took an exercise class one day, come back, and my just about two-year-old had huge bite marks all over his nose, and he clearly had been crying for most of the time I was gone. They hadn't come and gotten me. They said, well, we went looking for you, but we didn't see you. So that was my first thing I had a problem with. I was furious, not at the kid who, as you said, the teacher in this daycare is saying, this is the kids are at that age, they do do this. They do. Some kids bite. I wasn't mad at the kid. I wasn't even mad at the other parent who was extremely apologetic and, you know, felt bad and we were strangers and what were you going to do? I was mad at the management who kind of felt like this was a shrug. There were two women in there with five kids. They weren't that busy. I went to the management and said, you got to look at these kids more carefully I didn't really get a response, and I took my kid elsewhere. I didn't go back there again. I'm guessing that might not be an option for you, or you would have done it already. So I'm going to suggest 
in this case, that you can be both the solution and, if necessary, a bigger problem than the biting so that the daycare has to address it. This daycare has a responsibility to take it seriously. They can be watching the kids more closely. You can offer them books and videos and songs and resources so that they can address this, even with very tiny children on a sort of curricular level. I looked online for a minute and found two songs from Daniel Tiger on PBS. One's called Use Your Words. One's called It's Not Nice to Hurt Someone. They're both very catchy. They're on YouTube. They can teach the kids this. This has to be part of of the culture of what they're talking about. It's in everyone's best interest for them to be talking to these kids about what's appropriate and what isn't. As far as having your kid use her words, yeah, I think that that's a good thing to teach her. It's a good thing to teach all our kids. But again, I think having that be the solution, which she just has to tell them no, is not really fair to your kid. I wouldn't stop her from pushing a biter, if you feel me. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed if she did that, but you just can't make it her responsibility. I think you keep showing up. I think you keep telling these teachers, hey, this is a problem, and I found this book. Why don't you read it to the kids? And I found this video. I thought it would be kind of cute. Uh, My daughter has learned this song, and maybe I can come in one day and we can sing it for the group. Do something to make it a positive thing they can work on. If you don't get anywhere with that, then I would be more negative. I would show up and say, this doesn't work. Make sure you're taking your own pictures. Make sure you're talking to other parents if you think they're seeing the same thing. Make this something that they have no choice but to fix. With that being said, I will go back to what what the, uh, the employee at the daycare said, which is these kids are at that age. This is a once in a while thing that you have to let go, but not all the time. Good luck, Mary. Let us know how it goes. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Go to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.